To date, listeners, this case still remains open. No definitive answer has been reached at this time. Welcome to this special episode of Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast. I had gone over to the museum to work, and the secretary stopped me and asked me if I knew what was going on upstairs last night. And I said, when? And she said, at two in the morning. I said I had no clue why what happened. Well, one of the police officers came out and he said at two o'clock they were coming in the side door, two police officers, and they heard loud music coming from upstairs, which would be the museum. And he said when they got up there, it was music from the 40s. He said the music stopped. There was a voice such as like a DJ, and the DJ's voice was just as staticky. He said there was a little talk, then the music started again. He said that they tried to get in the door. They couldn't get in because it was locked. So they went back downstairs. So my husband and I immediately went upstairs and we looked at the security cameras. We could see the police walking around, but we saw nothing else. So I went home and I said, to my girlfriend and I explained what happened and her husband who's a fireman that went to that school said oh that's just Danny Chabot you are listening to a production of the social voice project Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast explores the history and tales of ghost stories, mysterious crimes, murders, UFOs, witchcraft, and other occult happenings still thriving in the greater Ohio Valley region of Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, and beyond. Good evening to you. Tonight is a very special episode of the Legends and Lore Show. I have some very special guests, and we're sitting in the Municipal Building in Rochester, Pennsylvania. Now, most people in Rochester know the town has been incorporated in 1849 and that it used to be known as East Bridgewater. They may also be able to tell you some of its general history, like Henry Clay Fry, who had formed the National Glass Company, but that is not why we're here today. Why we're here at the municipal building is because it is being haunted. We believe that the apparition may be the longtime beloved janitor, Danny Chabot. Now, Danny was employed here throughout his term, which started in the 1950s. Now, my first special guest this evening is Miss Michelle Long. Michelle, how are you this evening? I'm fine, thank you. Michelle is the director here at the museum, and she's going to tell you a little bit about what had happened that led up to these sightings of this apparition. I also have with me tonight Miss Melissa Rose Hornbeck of the OPIT. That's the Ohio Paranormal Investigation Team out of East Liverpool. How are you tonight, Melissa? Oh, we're stoked. We are so ready for this. Well, that's excellent, because what we're going to do for you listeners, we're going to speak with Michelle, we're going to speak with Melissa, and then Melissa and her team of paranormal investigators are going to observe 
they're going to listen with their electronic devices, and we're going to see if we can get any activity tonight for you. So here we go. Michelle, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit how you got involved with this particularly interesting case. Well, working over in the building, trying to get the museum going, uh, different times I'd feel things or think I saw something or think I heard something, but we were busy. I just kept on going. But the one day I came over to work, my husband and I went through the police entrance and they stopped me and said, wow, we had to go upstairs last night. Do you know what was going on? It was two o'clock in the morning. And I said, oh, no, wasn't me. So he said that they, two of the police officers had to come upstairs because when they came in the side doors, they heard very loud music. They thought somebody had broke into the building or came into the building and came upstairs. So they came up there, they zeroed in on the, the noise and the music, and it happened to be at the end of the hall, which we call room six right now. If the, I could interject mm-hmm. right there, Michelle. What type of music did you say that they were playing? It was actually music from the 40s. From the 1940s? Yes. Okay, like the big band era, maybe? Yes. Okay, Harry James, something of that. Correct. He said the big band eras. So he said the music was very loud, but it was crackly as if it was coming across on a transistor radio. Or perhaps a phonograph. Perhaps like a record. Yes. So he said then the music stopped. And actually, they heard a male voice talking, but with the same staticky talk. So he said that the one officer said that that really was like they kind of like freaked out a little bit. He said all of a sudden it stopped. So they turned around and they started checking all the doors, make sure they were locked. They were all locked. He said they got down to the other end of the hall to get on the elevator and it started up again. So he said they walked back down, went and listened. He said, same scenario, music, voices, then it stopped. At that time, they said they were out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, Needless I'm, ass- to say uh, I'm assuming they didn't write a report uh, on the activity. No, they didn't. So I, you know, I was kind of interested, and I said, wow. And he said, did you leave a radio on? And I said, no. I said, in fact, the only radio that I have in that room can only get Y108, So my husband kept, you know, he's not a believer of anything. So he said, I said, you come up with me. So we came upstairs. I made him stand beside me. We walked over to the radio. It was off and it was still dialed to Y108. That wasn't that. Very interesting. Yeah. So with that being said, I knew something was wrong, but didn't quite figure it out. So a couple days later, maybe a week later, I happened to go see go to breakfast and I happened to see all the police officers down at the bre- at breakfast and out of curiosity I wanted to know who the police officers were I walked over and asked the chief and he said oh well officer so and so it was him one he was one of them he said but what night are you talking about and I said what do you mean what night he said well this has happened three or four nights in a row so that's how this ball got rolling is the noise the music from that era right, now, I right. will stop one second for our listeners I think it's important to identify the fact that this building now is no longer a high school at all. Uh, for those of you not familiar with the region, it is the, the town's municipal building, uh, plus the, the museum 
here as well. Now the police station is located downstairs. So these events pretty much are taking place above where the police are stationed. And they could easily hear this and respond extremely quick. Um, so that's, I, I think it's important to understand the proximity because there was no delay in their response time. So go ahead, Michelle, I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't sure what was going on, but I told a friend of mine and I explained what was happening and she said, wow, that's pretty neat. So we talked for a little bit. She got off the phone, she told her husband and her husband said, oh, that's Danny Chabot. And she said, who? And he said, Danny Chabot. He was a janitor there. Well, you'd have to know her husband to understand that this was like a shock that this man even said this. This was a shot in the dark, yeah. right? He had no prior nothing. knowledge that you were nothing. speaking about an apparition at nope. this time. You did not mention the word janitor no. at, at that time. No. So she called me back and she said, Michelle Jack said, it's Danny Chabot. Well, a light bulb went off in my head because about two or three weeks prior to this incident happening, somebody named Grace Hicks brought a box to me, gifted it to the museum, said it was her grandfather's. But we've been busy. We were busy. I didn't have time to look at it. So I set it aside for my archiver to archive. Came over here, looked down, and there's a picture of Danny Chabot. Right on top. Right on top. And this individual... Grace yes, Hicks. that's his granddaughter, okay, that and she's very proud of that. Okay, well, no, <laughs> I want to well, yes. she should be. She should be. From my understanding, ladies and gentlemen, Danny Chabot was a very loved man. In fact, I do have some information I'd read in an article that was furnished to me uh, where he would sometimes let the boys come in to play basketball. So this was a very beloved man here in the community. So you received this box of articles. What was your, tell me your impression of it. You must have been dumbfounded. Or shocked, I would say. I was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> right, Technically, Lisa. I was speechless. And I called my girlfriend immediately and said, you're not going to believe this. But in this box is, a, is an article about Danny Chabot and a bowl from his retirement party that she gifted to us because it had ram heads on it, and that's Rochester's mascot. So from that time on, it became kind of like Danny's here. Danny's here. Indeed. Danny's here. Now, Michelle isn't the only person privy to this information. Apparently, the then mayor, when this incident had occurred, uh, Mayor Smith, he claimed that sometimes he would see a what he believed to be a person or a janitor walking the halls here. But he did not uh, indicate whether he thought it was Danny Chabot, but he said that sometimes he would see a janitor and the, I guess, uh, suspicious or um, bizarre part of this tale is that there was no janitor on duty um, at night. And I guess the mayor was not aware of that <laughs> at the time. So I'm sure that made for uh, an interesting tale with him. So in your opinion, what do you believe? I do believe he's here with us. I believe he's in a happy place. He's a happy man. So we make jokes. And I will put out a Windex bottle and a roll of paper towels and say, Danny, when I leave, how about doing the windows? He will not do windows. <laughs> he doesn't But do he it. will move my broom and he will move my mop. If I put my mop in room six, he moves it to the janitor's room. Room six was where the police heard the music playing, correct? Correct. What's the significance, do you believe, 
with room six? The only thing that I can come up with is that that is where the box, that's where I put the box. That's the room that I use and we use at the museum for research and storage and archiving and our meetings. And it's a very active room. Very active. Physical attachment to his things. That's pretty well, common. Well, let me cut into this. Melissa, go ahead. You take it away. Now, this sounds like it's falling into your lap. What would you say to that? Why? Why? I would think it's a physical attachment to his belongings, especially because they were important, like the bowl for his retirement. Yeah, he's attached to the items. The items themselves then offer the significance here, you're saying? The activity picked up after you got the box, that's probably most likely the case. But there was people that saw things before that as Correct. well, right? Yes, yes. So, But I didn't put who it was with a certain person. I would see shadows and I would see movement and we would see shadows on our security cameras, but never had a name to that. Did it feel different after you got the name yes. for that? That's, it was a was, happy yes. feeling. So mm -hmm. That's what he wanted to be noticed. He wanted to okay. be recognized. That's, that's what I think. Okay. So let me take it back to you, Michelle. With that being said, you said you looked at surveillance cameras. Yes. You see... What, the police there? Mm -hmm. No Danny Chabot. Nope. No apparition. No. No little ghosts floating through the air. No. Nothing of that nature. No. Just the police reacting to the call or whatever they believed that they Correct. heard. Correct. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Melissa, take it away. What do you plan to do this evening? Well, I thought it was interesting that she said the activity all came from room six because we put a REM pod, which is a fairly new device to us. We've Tell actually. Tell us a little bit about that. What's a REM pod? It's like a more advanced EMF detector. It detects the energy, the electromagnetic field around it. It's more sensitive and it's more precise than the regular handhelds that we carry. You can use it in the same way to communicate yes or no, you know, like ask them to back away until you ask a question. And if it's a yes answer, they come closer to it. It'll light up or beep or whatever. We use it just to have them let us know that they're there as well. And a lot of them will mess with it just because they don't know what it is. Okay. So whether you've told them to go to it or not, just the curiosity of it will draw them to it. And then it will start to go off on its own, which is what happened while we were setting up. Tell our listeners, um, because obviously you can't see this part of the show, but believe me when I tell you, folks, Melissa is here with the entire team. She has both her Michelle's. She has Claudia. Her entire team is here tonight. Yep, we got the Fab they Five. Have video, the Fabulous Five. They got the video. They have the electronic devices, EMF. The what, what was that? I'm sorry. What was the device called? It's called a REM pod. A REM pod. So she is armed to the teeth to perform a full investigation. So I think this ought to be quite the interesting episode because we're we're going to get a very unique view. Right. Right. So. We've got a couple goals. Okay. We, um, there's, Why don't you list those for us? Tell there's us a spirit of a little girl that's seen here. We don't know her name, so that's on our list. Because once you know who they are, they're more likely to interact. So Absolutely. like these people here have noticed her, but they don't know who she is. If we can get a name for them, then they can actually talk to her when they feel her in the room. And then there's also a question that Danny's granddaughter wanted to ask. We're going to try to get that answer for her. So we brought multiple pieces of equipment that will help the spirits communicate. We brought the voice recorder. We have what's called a ghost box where you can actually hear the voice of the spirit speak. Okay. So I'm really, I'm, I, I have high hopes for that one tonight. I incorporate the voice box. It, it seems to be the, uh, 
the piece of equipment of choice right now with paranormal hunters. Because you can actually hear them say the answer in real time. With the voice recorders, we have to record it and then play it back. We do it like 10 minutes at a time or something, so we don't spend too much of the time reviewing what we just did. You know what I mean? Gotcha. You don't want to get a half hour put back because because you're trying to listen to what you did a half hour ago. Absolutely. But with the ghost box and like with the REM pod and other things like that, they can answer yes or no right now. And you know. You'll know immediately. Yeah. So it's really cool. We set some things up in the classroom too. We've got like Scrabble letters on the teacher's desk. Hopefully they'll make a word. I brought a um, chalkboard and chalk and I've already put the chalk all over it and asked for somebody to just touch it so that I can see a handprint. I left the chalk there in case they'd rather write a note though, so. Absolutely, we want to cover all the bases, definitely. Well, Michelle, we're going to hopefully get you some type of answers tonight. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) We're excited, we're ready to go. One way or the other. And ladies, first of all, I would like to both thank you for being on tonight's episode. It's a very special episode, so. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. So with that, I think we're now going to go to the actual investigation part of the segment of our episode. Let's cut away to that segment. This has been your host, Tony Lavorna, for Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore. Hi, you guys. <laughs> We're here at the Rochester Heritage Society getting ready to start our live investigation. This place is very active, very active. People hear stuff. People hear stuff that aren't even in the building. This is also a museum, so it's filled with old things. So we could very well likely see a lot of just plain residual haunts tonight too, which I'm expecting because we can really feel some stuff. This is a classroom. They say this room is very active. So they've heard about a little girl that they can hear, you know, so I'm assuming they've heard her voice somewhat so they know it's a little girl, but they don't know her name. So tonight, that's one of the things we want to try to find out is her name. And then we have, this is called a Boo Bear. He's basically an EMF detector. And if somebody touches it or moves it, it will light up and let us know. So I'm going to turn that on and face it towards the cam over there. We have a camera set up. So we'll be watching this room all night long. And then once I turn the lights off, we'll be able to see if it lights up because we've got the IR cams. We've got four of those set up and I'll take you to the next room. This is the vintage room. It's filled with a lot of antiques. People get weird feelings in here too. I'm pretty sure all four of these rooms that I'm about to show you are pretty active, but and let's check out the next one. Look at the wheelchair. How cool is that? This room, they hear activity in here also. So we've set us up a deer cam here by the railroad crossing sign. If anything happens in this room tonight, it'll be, we'll be posting those later because they'll be on the deer cam. And we have a motion detector in here. (laughs) We'll definitely know if anybody moves in that room tonight. This room here, the room that we just left from, the vintage room and this room were used during the Spanish flu outbreak. There were 12 beds in each room. Many people passed away. This room is definitely colder than the rest of them. We noticed it both times coming in. 
So I'm curious to see what kind of spirit would be hanging out in here because it's probably somebody I would be friends with. But yeah, we, we really don't know what we're going to pick up tonight. There's so much history in this one building alone that we have high hopes higher than the moon right now. So we're really, really pushing to speak with Danny, but we're welcoming anybody, any spirit who wants to talk to us, is welcome to come out. Was that the motion detector going off again? Mm-hmm. It and was. It shut up by itself? Michael, did that go off on its own? Any work activity? Mm, some. So we're out here in the hallway mm -hmm. now. In the classroom. You want to talk to us? You want to talk to us? I just seen something. Right I see you lighting yeah. up. Light. Good job. Light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. There's words in that box. If you use your energy, you can make the words out of your energy. We can hear you. Talk into this box right here. We can hear you. Talk. That's right. Yes. He is a smart one. Danny, look what I have. Your granddaughter, Grace, brought this here and donated it for this Heritage Society because we think this was pretty special to you and I gotta tell you, I really like it. The ram has a significant meaning, I understand. Is that right, Danny? Is it okay if I carry this around? Do you trust me not to break it? So let's get this started right. We're here tonight to talk to Danny Chabot. Your granddaughter, Grace, had a question that's very important to her and we wanted to know if you would answer that for us. If you're in this room, Danny, can you come close to this table? The question she wants to know is, what was the significance of the silver dollar? I think it was a silver dollar. I could be wrong. It might have been a 50 cent piece. I'm sorry if I get this wrong, but it was a coin that you had left for your granddaughter, Grace, and she really wants to know what was its significance. So, like, did you earn it? Was it given to you? Did someone pass it down to you? I feel like it's, I feel like it's the year that she was born. I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's the case. Was it that kind of a keepsake, Danny? Okay, Claudia, you wanna go ahead and play that back and see if we got any response to that? Okay, we're back here, we're in room six now. This is your favorite. Oh, you're lighting up already. Yeah, the REM pod's going off right now too, so. This is your chance to say something. I've been talking to you all night. The EMF just went up a notch too. Oh, there it goes again. It's lighting up the yellow. Are you happy here? Danny, look what I have. Your granddaughter, Grace, brought this here. Was there something there? This thing's lighting up. You guys aren't going to be able to pick this up on a live feed, but while I have this really close to my ear, I can hear a little girl throughout the whole thing. Not like she's talking to us, but like we're picking up something else going on. But How are you feeling, Mike? Tired. Extraordinarily tired. I feel very, very drained. Like, I could lay my head down and nap right now, which is very unusual for me. 79 degrees right here. I told you I felt it get warm, look. And the air conditioner's on in this room, folks. Danny, Michelle Long is here. Yeah, it just, there we go. See, there's the REM pod. Is that me? No? No, that's an energy. Okay, Danny, we're gonna try this one more time. We brought somebody in here. It's pretty special. And she would like to ask you a question. 
Hi, Danny. It's Michelle. Your granddaughter, Grace Hicks, asked me today to ask you what significance that silver dollar was to you or her that you gave her on her birthday. Do you remember that day that you gave her that coin? It's pretty special. She would like to ask you a question. Entity peasant. If you can, try really hard to draw on anything you need to speak back. Okay, there we go. Even if you're not picking up voices, you're definitely drawing the energy because it's showing on the screen right now, so. We have something going on with the ghost. Can you tell us your granddaughter's name? It always does that when we replay back the recorder. Yep. It likes the sound from the recorder. You're doing good at drawing energy out of this box over here. We're trying to make it easy for you to speak to us. What? It didn't make a sound until we turned this on. Would that say end? Was it her birthday on the coin? Not. It's answering your question. Why won't you talk to us? That box over there is real easy to talk through. Tell us the little girl's name that comes here and stays with you. Still Is she here with us now? That sounded like a different spirit. That would sound a deeper voice, didn't Tell it? Tell us your name. You can talk to us through the box, too. What is it doing? We had an entity here when it stopped. Oh, it's doing something crazy. I've never seen it do that before. Okay, Danny, I have protected you, I've entertained you, I've been trying to get you to do windows, but you won't do the windows, but that's okay, I'll do the windows. I just have to tell you that your granddaughter, Grace, absolutely admires you. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't know who was here with me all the time when I'm working in this museum. You did a great job, from what I understand. Delbert Lamont told me some stories that how kind you were when you were cleaning that you would let them in and play basketball. So I just wanted you to know. Oh, and occasionally I smell your cigars too. But that's okay because I like cigar smoke. So you're going to stay with us and keep, keep me entertained over here and keep me company because you know a lot of times I'm here all by myself. But I always know that you're with me. What was that? What'd you say, Danny? Back off the MF. Come on, take it back down to green, please. You're doing great. You're doing great, Danny. I just want to let you know how comforting you are to me here. What do you want to say to Michelle? We're listening. You know I talk to you all the time. Now it's time for you to talk to me. Information. Information? What kind of information you want? What do you want to know, Danny? If I know, I'll tell you. I know you worked at Fry Glass. Anything else you would like to say to Michelle? College. College. That's what it sounded like. College is what it sounds like. Information. Okay, well, we completely lost our ghost radio feed. Wow. That's class A.
That's a good one. Did but you play what, that? Play that for these guys but here. What did she say? Yeah, yeah played for the um, bone quiet in here, and he just comes out with like. I think did he say it's going to show? No, Maybe he's going to. It's show. not going to show gonna or something like that. What was show. the question? Okay, she has it over here. We ready? Listen, guys. You let me know, okay? You know, think about it. Did anybody hear that? We'll do it one more time. I said, no, it's going to show. But what, what was the question? Before I asked that, him if he wanted me to move that Grawley camera into the hall. I moved it out of the fry room, and I put it in the vintage room, and I said, do you like it there? Do you want me to move it in the hall? You are trying to show it where it's at. No, it's going to show. So, no, it's Did going to show better name? where you're at, where you got it. Did he say Jabot? <gasps> no, it says no, no it's going to show it. No one's going to show no one's going to show sure. it. You hear it at the end. I don't hear no it, but no one's going to show is what I heard. It's going to show. You think about it. You let me know, okay? I value your opinion in it. No, it's, no, it's going to show. No one's going to show us. I think it's it's, not no one's. No it's. Which would make sense to the question. It, so he's saying don't move it. It's going to show well where it's at. No one's going to know. After all, this is your building. Oh, he just talked right there, too. And she says, after all, this is your building. She over-talked him. Do you want me to tell Grace anything? She's off. She's off. Oh, my God. She's off. Uh, Grace, I hope you're watching this. Did you tell Grace to tune into this? Oh, look at the hair. Look at the hair standing up on my... What I wouldn't give for a message like that from a loved one. Listen to this. Right? We asked for a message for his granddaughter. I believe he says she's awesome. That was his complaint. Yeah, she says you have a message for Grace, and he says she's awesome. Awesome. Either she's awesome or just awesome. Either way, it was awesome. I heard the word. And awesome. that was awesome. Well, that's recorded, right? You have that recorded? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I have them all for your year, the yearbook pictures. <laughs> Every year you were a janitor and a custodian, I got them all out of the yearbooks now. I have your own scrapbook now, Danny. My favorite picture is you in front of me. That is so cool. That is so cool. That, that that was worth the whole trip here just to hear him say that about Grace. And I don't even know her. The lady who runs the place asked Danny if he had any messages for his granddaughter, and he said she's awesome. And that is just so awesome. That right there makes, that's why we love to do this job. You know, it's not always about the scary stuff. Sometimes it's about the stuff that makes your heart happy. Do you want me to tell Grace anything? She's awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. it. Yeah, That's so that. clear. That awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do that again. Bring that back again. You guys, I just love that. This made my whole night. Do you want me to tell Grace anything? Awesome. All right, Danny, we're walking down the hall now. Tell him we heard what he had to say. And I heard, and I will tell Grace in the morning. I will make sure I tell that you said she was awesome. Because you know what? You're awesome. I agree, Danny. I yes. You, but you just made my night, buddy. You are the man. If, if we only leave here with one answer. We got it tonight. We got the one Yeah. That on you're the awesome. <laughs> Okay, guys, so we're going to have to close down for now because these people got to get home, but we have already been invited back. All right, 
Anyhow, love you, group. We'll see you later and have a good night. I'm shutting this down. If you like what you've heard, be sure to like, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. So. I'm honored. You're honored. Our okay. team feels well, honored to be we're here. We're honored to be with you, too. So Let's get some ghosts.